Jeff, I like your I like your long longer beard. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's, it's it probably needs a bit of a trim, but thank you. You think? Um, yeah, right. I grew it up. <laughs> Let me do the damn intro. Um, all right, and welcome back to Laughter the Club. I'm Jeff. Um, tonight we are joined by Jeanette. We are joined by Aaron, and we are joined by Kij. So um, you're supposed to announce me last. Oh, shut up. Um, Best for last. What do you want? Right. So um, let's see. What should we start off with here? How about how about um, Jeanette? We were having a, a talk about some Brian Kelly stuff. You want to you want to take this one? Yeah, so um, for those of you that haven't heard or are unaware, Brian Kelly is no longer the head coach of Notre Dame. He is the new head football coach at uh, LSU, and he did uh, his introductory rah-rah speech during halftime of the women's basketball game yesterday, in which he... He's only been there for a couple hours, and he already has a southern accent, if you want to call it that. So I wanted to see if, from the group, you guys could, um, except for Aaron, if you guys could please try your best limited fake southern accent. And for Aaron, I have something this else seems like a, This seems like a cultural bias, but okay. Appropriation. Yeah. But I'll do it. I'm done. Um, no, to not let me do it is bias. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, let him in. Maybe you should be the judge. Maybe since you have the, the biggest authority on it. I, I, I'm certainly going to be the judge. Who who, 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 do you think you are giving me the authority to judge Southern accents? Well, what if you did this? What if you tried to do? I don't think it would be a, good for you to be a participant. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, but I, I, what if you tried to do Brian Kelly doing a fake Southern accent? Okay. Okay. I wanted him to do French, but well, that works you know, I, I like that too. We, he should do both. And then there's the un, you know we have the unexpected and unplanned perk of Aaron being able to judge us, and you know, so you know he's going to enjoy that. That's true. That is. Just- <laughs> I do enjoy judging people. Um, it's your favorite thing. I typically okay, so- do it silently, but I will do it out loud. Um, all right. So, but real quick before we do we we do the limited fakes though. The question, the question I have, I think we should have like the right phrase, right? It should be the same phrase. No, the word was family. Uh, no, the word was family. All right. I'm going to, let's see. What was the phrase he said, Jeanette? Was it like, so glad to be a part of the LSU family or something like that? Yeah. No, I'm, we could... it, it, I'm here with my family. Oh, okay. Why does he sound like consonants in it? Forrest yeah, Gump. Yeah, he it didn't even sound that that southern. It was kind no, of no, it didn't. I'm here with my family. I don't know. Hmm. How about this? Here, here's what here, here's the phrase. Thank you, Miss Johnson. That's a wonderful bowl of gumbo. Thank you, Miss. So you're talking about like but that's not Brian Kelly specifically. No, but he's talking about recruiting trips. Recruiting trips in Louisiana. Oh. Because Malibu I'm telling you, as a matter of fact, it is very common when you recruit a kid out of Louisiana that the mother has gumbo for the coach. Right, that is right. a, that's a fact. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. This is going to be a bit more like a, not so much just southern as much as it's like a. I'm envisioning like a, a sweaty. 
attorney in Louisiana <laughs> wearing like, you know, in like a stuffy courtroom and he's taking a kerchief out and wiping it, the sweat off his brow. But, but here's the thing you have to remember real quick. If you listen to him closely, he still isn't able to rid himself of the Midwesterny accent. So every few words or sounds he makes still has that hint of mm. Midwestern to it. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. And it was, was it Mrs. Jones? That was the name? Jones Johnson. I don't oh, care. Don't, okay. All right. Well, I, I do declare, Mrs. Jones, this is some of the finest gombo I have ever had. <laughs> okay, that is exactly how I picture him saying gombo. Nailed it. All right, who's up next? Yes, let's hear it. Oh, wow. Thank you, Mrs. Johnson. That was the nicest bowl of gumbo I've ever had ever since my little cousin Good. made it last year. That's a stupid oh. side joke. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> well, Mrs. Johnson, I must rave and declare this is some great gumbo. However, it has activated my acid reflux and I must partake and walk away to use your bathroom. Perfect. Got some good. Let me tell you, that man's face is going to be perpetually beat red. Gombo. From all the spicy food he's going to have to eat that he's not prepared for. Man, I I, I actually had a kind of a spinoff on this because I got to thinking about it when we started this conversation. Okay. What's What's a coach and a school that fit worse together? That was going to be my lopic, damn it. Oh, well, you told me you didn't have any lopics, damn it. Well, no, my lopic was actually going to be you get to take like a, a big time school and put any coach that was coaching in the Power Five last year as the head coach of that school. What would be the funniest one? Yeah. So what is it? I don't have an answer yet. I'm trying to think of it. John Harbaugh at Alabama would be hysterical. Gombo. They would eat him alive. Okay. Okay. Um Hugh Freeze at Notre Dame. Gombo. Dabo Sweeney at Notre Dame. Gombo. Both of those would be funny. I was going to say Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze at Notre Dame would be pretty damn good. Um, Art Bryles at Notre Dame. Gombo. Yeah. <laughs> that breaks the rules. He wasn't coaching in the last year. Neither was Hugh, but never mind. Um, well, this is good he doesn't want to do the French accent. This limited fake French. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all just stalling. Yeah, we got to hear the French accent. <laughs> we will run away from you on the battlefield. <laughs> that was kind of like halfway between like French and like a Halloween decoration that you put up on the porch, and, like, <laughs> like with a sort of thing. Gombo. I don't know. Every time I picture the French, I think. He <laughs> does, does sound like a like a vampire <laughs> decoration. <laughs> Like the candy bowl with the hand that tries yeah, to scare you. <laughs> uh, God damn it. That's pretty funny. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Brian, Brian Kelly at LSU is one of the more funny fits that you could possibly it's, imagine. It's right up there because you got to figure that dude likes mayo sandwiches on Wonder Bread. Oh, like, yeah. It's just, it's, it's a total, I mean, especially the difference between Notre Dame and LSU. Like, holy shit. 
that's going to be uh, up. the only the only similarity is there's a lot of catholics in louisiana that's that's where the similarities stop and generally brian kelly is a slimy human and lsu is typically a pretty slimy school so well, maybe it's a like for instance brian kelly's always tweeting out about our kids have a, or i had this many graduate with honor, blah, blah, blah. LSU's going to be like, who the hell cares? <laughs> they don't get, they, they don't care if their kids are charged with multiple felonies, if they can run and are good at football. That's all they care about. Same. It's a fact. They literally owe money from a children's cancer research hospital to pay recruits. So this is some of the finest gombo. That's a fact. That's the guys in prison for it. Like, Last year. I do recall that, actually. That's pretty great. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. And, and it was a lot more than they found. Well, moving on. Um, My so, funniest one was Clay Helton in USC. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're getting every last Oklahoma recruit on the planet flipping flipping over to the SC side of things. It's wonderful. Got like three five stars in the last day. Well, and hey, look, it looks like Cristobal's going to go to Miami. So all you have to do now is just win the games you're supposed to win, and then you get to get your teeth kicked in by Georgia or Alabama or Ohio State or somebody. So, eh, I mean, Speaking of Miami, I was thinking that the only thing I can think of, because I don't know college football that well, but what would be the weirdest fit in Miami as a head football coach would be Ed Orgeron. That Louisiana uh, swamp monster. Go to work with my, a bunch of Miami bros. Well, not only that, but he would just spend all time walking, like the whole time walking around South Beach, just like asking women to work out with him. Yeah. He was, he was, um, an assistant or a graduate assistant there went back in the eighties when the rock was on that team. That was a football yeah, player. Right. So he's, he's familiar with Miami and the action. Ooh. Yeah. I think John, John Instagram Harbaugh. models weren't a thing back then. Wait, so John Kish Harbaugh picked, on South Beach might picked, be funnier. Kish's answer was something that actually happened. Yes. Yeah. I, don't, I told you I don't know about football, bro. Been mentioned on the show as well. <laughs> John Harbaugh. I feel like John Harbaugh would wear like the, uh, those, you know, like the socks that aren't like tube socks, but they go up about half as high as tube socks. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. think about, yeah, go uh, just over that little ankle ball and then uh, with some cargo shorts and he's really pasty all the time. No way. John Harbaugh would never ditch his pleated pants. I don't care if it's 90 degrees. That's a good point. Humidity. That's a good point. Yeah. Did you know the... Of all the strange things about the man, I think the weirdest is the fact that he, when he eats a steak, he has to have a glass of milk with it. Yeah, I've heard that, and that's gross. That's startling. You got to feed the the steak with what its own mother gave it. You know. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, yeah, it is a little circular. Uh, Wait, so that would be like. If you're eating fried chicken, you also have a fried egg. Yeah. Uh, no, you just have to drink a raw egg. Yeah. Although, wait, chickens don't. It's pretty metal. So you're eating a, so you're eating a exactly pork chop, this. and you take a shot of bacon grease. 
No, because you can milk a pig, right? You can milk anything if it has nipples. Pigs have milk. I have nipples. You can't milk me. Exactly. Yeah, you could with the wrong conditions. I give you enough uh, oxytocin, estrogen, maybe. I, I did have. A yeah, you haven't met the right person yet. I, I met a teammate on my. I had a teammate on my football team who could make things come out of his nipples. I I, I met someone, uh, a, a guy too, who could do that. Isn't that? Isn't there like? Um, oh God, what's the right phrase I'm looking for? You know, you know when like. A husband will get sick when her when his wife is pregnant. Sympathy um, pain, like sympathy sympathy pains, right? Uh, I think there's a similar sympathy. situation. I think there's like a, a, a lactating sort of situation that can happen there too. But here's what that's ridiculous. When when your significant other is experiencing pregnancy pains, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the last thing she's gonna want is for you to also. Oh, right. Not Generally well. speaking, we don't choose these things, right? As okay, human but beings. Toughen, toughen up. What is it? Hang tough. Up. Hang tough. Shut up and dribble. Hang tough. Oh, what was that? What was that about? It was Wilbon talking about. Oh uh, yeah, Wilbon can kiss my ass. It was Wilbon talking about uh, the Grom and his ERA. It was Degrom. That's okay. right. Yeah. Win the damn game. <laughs> Hang tough. Um. All right. Well, while while we were on the coaching thing, Aaron, do you want to go ahead and have your uh, tirade about the Miami situation? I mean, it's not really a tirade. I Mike is doing a, what you should do as a booster of a school, which is especially if you have a platform like Mike does, and try to spin it to make it look like it's not the way it looks. The fact of the matter is it's exactly how it looks. It is a shit show. And I, I understand, you know, well, Aaron, well, how do you know something in Mike's in the media and he says something else? I'm telling you because I know it is a matter of fact, it's a shit show. I've been, I, I'm very good with coaching searches. I'm typically always right. I'm telling you it's a shit show. Multiple ADs have even said they've all been told they're the guy by different people because it's a shit show. Nobody knows who's in charge because there's not an AD and there's still a head coach. But then Mario Cristobal's their guy, except for he can't be their guy because they haven't got rid of Manny Diaz yet because they don't have an AD to do that. And three different ADs think they're the next AD. And so, yeah, no, Mike is spinning it as he should, but he's he's lying. Period. You're not a golden cane, though. Do you know what Caesar is and being a golden cane? Yeah, I would prefer Golden Corral. Um. Anyway, I prefer <laughs> Golden Crown. Um. But yeah, no, I do think I do think if if they can't get Cristobal, then Miami's Golden Arches. Miami's golden Miami's worse off than we. Ew. <laughs> Did he say golden showers? Hell yeah, yeah. he did. It's, you know, it's, He's doing it's the Chris Cody become, thing. Yeah, it's kind of become a thing. You know? Just a little pee pee talk. It's okay. I learned from my, my, my former president, you know. Oh, God. Transition. Yeah, no kidding. Oh. Ooh, Christmas lights. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just want to give a PSA. All right. I love Christmas lights. There's very few things that make me happier than seeing good Christmas lights. However, Aww. the amount of people I have seen this year that have clearly been doing the outside of their house with Christmas lights and gotten about four fifths of the way done and realized, oh shit, I don't have enough lights. So they go and get another strand that's a completely different color and just finish off the house like it's no big deal. Don't do that. Stop people. <laughs> Have some self-respect. Have some respect for the people that have to look at your house, too. Okay? Because there's absolutely no reason on this planet that you can look at your house and think, hey, that looks good. I realize I have five columns. Four of them are a nice, uh, warm, that like yellowish-white light color. But then that one column on the end, it's that like a uh, white-blue LED-looking light. But it looks normal. That looks good, right? No. Stop. Respect well, yourself, respect everyone else, okay? That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean. Thank you very, for that. Very strongly about this. But last night. Oh, and the people that just look like they literally handed their toddler a strand of ropes and told them to run through the garden and lay it down. Stop. Stop. Either don't put out lights or put them out with effort. They're, don't just toss them out into your yard and be like, hey, look, I decorated. No, you didn't. There, there's this, there's another there's a medium point here, which is what I did last night. If you guys recall, I said it in, and that's acceptable. Chat. Yeah, I, I I think it was like five thirty six, and I sent a message. Let's see how long this takes me to put up my lights. And five thirty eight, I was done because I just slapped one of those laser things out front, and bad boy covers the house. Good to go. It, and you know what? That's acceptable. And you know, even if you do like the an absolute absurd number of lights and they're the ones that like change colors and flash like that's fine just have some consistency with what you're doing mm. all right now i will tell you i was over at my parents house a couple of weeks ago helping them put up their christmas lights and they kind of live on this corner and you can see the whole back of their house coming around this street up to their house so my mom <laughs> insists on having the trees in their backyard with lights wrapped all the way around them so you can see it from the outside and in the inside of the yard mm-hmm. um and she did not have enough lights so when I, my brother and i are sitting there putting them up she takes off to go to like the hardware store to get some more lights and she ended up going to like three different spots and just couldn't get the same lights anymore so maybe part of that issue is you put up your Christmas lights and you don't have enough. And then you go to the store and you're SOS. Plan ahead. All right. Be an adult. Plan ahead. All right. Be responsible. It's not that hard. I went to, I went, I went to Home Depot the other day to get my Christmas lights for my house. You know how many they had? Millions of every color and every stock. Millions. So there's no excuse. You know who else had millions? Walmart. You know who else had millions? Ace Hardware. Guess who else had a lot? Tractor Supply Company. And that's in a very small town. But, but so, Aaron, no excuse. There, there, there's the same. There's more people in my county than there are in your state. There's just okay. a lot of people here. There's no lights available. Is there not a? Is there? So, so do you think that they're bring, they're shipping in the same number of supplies to Oxford as they are in your county, or do you well, think that they're probably, you know, planning for that? Yeah. No. No excuse. They're Plan on, ahead. They're on the barges out in the Pacific Ocean. They're well, just haven't been unpacked yet. 
I can. Thanks, Biden. Dude, well, I was driving from I was driving down from my parents' house the other day. Down, like, they live at the top of this hill. I could see twelve ships offshore just sitting there. It just and you just can't see any. It was it's it's nuts. Yeah, no, it just like tomorrow, I'm going to spend a portion of my afternoon on my roof putting up my lights. And guess what they will look like? The same. They'll also look like the lights that are currently around my door. No. Just kind of head. And you know what happens? You know, you know what happened if I got up on my roof and realized, shit, I don't have enough lights. And I went to the store and I was like, oh, no, they don't have this light, these lights anymore. You know what I would do? I wouldn't put anything on my roof because I respect the people that live in my neighborhood. You know, this is as worked up as I've seen him in a bit. It makes me so mad. I, I thought, so angry. I, I, I don't know if you saw the pictures of Jeanette's yard, but I thought she did a lovely job on her front. Her, her yard does look lovely. I told her it looked lovely. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. She's got a lot of the inflatables. I like the inflatables. Yeah, hey, I, I, I missed out on this uh, picture of Jeanette's um, backyard. No, it was in front, front of her house with all of her Christmas stuff up. It's quite nice. I have an inflatable Santa, inflatable presents, and then an inflatable Christmas tree that is red, and it's like nine feet tall. Mm, hell yeah. Do you have an inflatable Yoda? Oh, look at that. That's pretty dope. A little baby Yoda, or is that a Yoda Yoda? It's a baby Yoda. See, oh, see wow. we're, we're coming along. We're coming along okay here. We just have to get them on the roof now. So for, for our listeners, because this is an audio medium, Aaron's walking around his house showing us the front of it. It's lovely. Now, if you see, these houses are very poorly done on the street. Besides a few. Some of them are okay. You know what? We're going to take a walk. Okay. All right. Wow. Let's do a tour. We're walking down a cul-de-sac right now. They just have two little Christmas trees. That's sad. Yeah, kids, why don't you give us some our, our first ever parade of homes. <laughs> you get see, and now he once again he gets to judge people. Aaron always wins. Yes. Like, look at that. Number one, that it's a blue reef with yellow lights around the side of it. Just stop. Maybe they're supporting the tribe, just like you know, people like me. Jewish. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, it's not. I know those people, I promise. Maybe they're just supporting, you know. See, this, it's all about Christmas right now. It's Hanukkah. That's, that's it's still Hanukkah right now. Home. It's Hanukkah until Monday, bro. Yeah, Hanukkah was. Oh, Christmas yet? Yeah. This house is. This house has. Oh, they both have Mickey's. How about that little Mickey Nutcrackers? Huh? They have a Yoda too. That Yoda's deflated. This is the worst audio medium, like topic ever, and it's great. It is fantastic. All right. Okay. Now, this house we're coming up to at the end, they did a fantastic job. All right. Now, see, see that, that's, that's, that you can't really tell because it's just dark and lights, but that's sloppy. That's sloppy. This is nice. This is a nice house. All right. You see, even distribution on the bushes. All right. You can tell they put some effort into it. They didn't just chunk them on the bushes like a bunch of yahoos. They gave effort. Now, that's a good house. I'm not walking any farther. Okay, we're going back. Anyway, I'm done. Even distribution of the bushes. (laughs) That's what she said. Oh, God. I don't even know what that means. But yeah, no. Some of these houses got a weird shaped roof. Uh, Like that one? 
Yeah. The same shape my roof has. It's weird. I think. Makes sense. Pretty sure. You're so weird. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's my same floor plan. I can, you know what the best part about this is? Is that, like, the crickets, I, I just caught some crickets. Yeah, there's they're much there's much less because it's cold. There's nothing better than when we're doing something boring on this podcast and you actually get real cricket sounds from Aaron. It's normal that you, you typically wouldn't hear crickets this time of year, but it's abnormal. It's abnormally warm today. You guys heard it, right? It wasn't just me. There's yeah, no, there's it was right on cue. Yeah, it was perfect. Oh God, what a terrible show! You see the one house lit up down here? Yeah, that's mine. Cause I get in the spirit. Yeah, none, none of the houses have roof line lights. I'm surprised. Have, oh. Uh, well, there's some at the front of the neighborhood that do. Most of these, nobody's moved into because they're not done. Ah, uh, that would also make but sense. But yeah, see, I had that same one. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. It's called the Craftsman Style Home, Jeff. I, Learned something today. I think that's what mine is, too. Um, I don't know who was crafted by your house. <laughs> Maybe by those fucking, like, termites? Like, uh, who yeah, crafted yeah, that shit? That, dude, Kish, I don't know if you saw this, but... When it got <laughs> so it got like really windy here, like a week or so ago, we get these like gnarly Santa Ana winds out here, here right? And they're like, I mean, hit Jeanette and Powell like the whole state, doing it's like zero percent humidity, and it's hot and dry and just crazy, crazy windy. And so my janky ass house, this this one night, like the lights were actually flickering from the wind and shit. So I go out to the front yard the next morning and I had this little like white picket fencing around the front of my lawn to keep dogs from peeing on it. Jeanette knows this story and is already dying. So there's like this large metal thing that's supposed to sit on top of my chimney and it's not light. I mean, it's got to be like 10 plus pounds, whatever. And the wind picked this thing up, ripped it off the top of my chimney and launched it in my front yard and crushed my fence. Hold on. I'm sorry. I missed the first part of this story. All I heard was something broke, something of yours, and now I'm intrigued. <laughs> what, what happened was it was so, Aaron, it was so windy that this wind, like I had like this metal like grate thing on top of my chimney. And, yeah. you know, and the wind mm-hmm. fucking ripped that thing off, threw it into my front yard, and crushed my fence. God damn. I then had to go replace. Uh, and it missed missed my neighbor's Audi by like four feet, too. But like how tall is this fence? That would have been unfortunate for you. It, it's short. It's only like a couple feet tall. But uh, like Two feet? Or like yeah, four yeah, feet? No, it's like two feet. It's short. Okay, so it's a tiny-ass fence. It barely counts as a fence. It's like a... Yeah. That's like what you used to like barricade in babies and like kind dogs. Of. It was just well, I guess that's the purpose. My yard. Yeah, but, yeah. But and it's like this shitty roll up fence that I bought at Lowe's <laughs> and you unroll it and like hit pound it into the ground. Um but it's I, the type I, of effort that these people put on their Christmas lights. Yeah. Well and then I, w- I went to Lowe's to buy a new fence and I thought I had bought the same one as I bought before, and I got home. And this motherfucker's like half the length of the old one. So then I had to like cut up the good bits of the old fence and combine oh, that with a new you fence. You are a terrible person. You just put them together like that and just well, thought I it made, looked okay? I, no, I made them look, look fine. I doubt that. 
No, because you just twist the wire together. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was great. The wind. Uh, was it a fence or a chicken coop? Eh, a little bit. Of both. <laughs> My neighbors have chickens. Yeah. Do y'all, y'all have roosters roaming the streets in LA? Yes. In my neighborhood, we do. No, not not so much in Santa Ana. We also have peacocks. There's a rooster that lives within, I don't know, a quarter mile of my house that is the dumbest rooster in the world because it only crows at like Mm -hmm. two o'clock in the afternoon. That is the laziest, most useless rooster I've ever heard in my life. It's a hell of a lot time crowing at sunup. Why? You get up and be productive. Nah, dog. Uh, no, I, I don't have a lot of roosters cruising around here. But You do have a lot of hummingbirds. I have a ton of hummingbirds. I, I, where I, I do, to too. Live, we, where I used to live, we also, like you were just saying, like we used to have some like massive peacocks. And they would go post up right in the middle of the street, and you couldn't get in and out of the neighborhood. And these things are fucking huge. And like those peacocks, peacocks are a pain yeah. in the ass, dude. They're, they're annoying as shit. We have them in Miami too, like in, in the neighborhood right next to me, Coconut Grove. Like whenever I take it like back roads uh, to and from work, they're fucking everywhere, bro. And they're like aggressive too. No one knows that. They're not. Do y'all small. have? Do y'all ever yeah. have? Do y'all ever have run-ins with Canadian geese? Oh, we got a ton of those. Nah. Those fuckers are mean. Although I think it's a Canada goose, not a Canadian goose. Buddy, look, I hunt them. All right, listen. I know. I'll call them what I want to. I've Googled it before. It's a Canada goose. I Um, I quite frankly don't care if it's a French goose. I'm going to call it a Canadian goose. Okay, that's fair. A Quebec goose? Well, Grant, I guess if if it's a Canadian goose, it probably is a French goose. No, that was the Quebec joke, dummy. Um, well, I, I don't care. I was making a joke because <laughs> oh, they don't speak a lot of French in Vancouver. Right? Yeah, right. I, I don't. All I know is that Croissant. part of can. Oh, actually, Colbert. Did y'all see the thread that was like? The, it was yeah, like different yeah. maps that showed different things, and it was like showing you like scale of things on maps. Did y'all see that thread yesterday? Mm-mm. It was like so, it like showed a map of Canada, and it drew a line. I swear, not even it didn't even look like it was all the way above like the Great Lakes, and it was like I don't know, like something like ninety percent of Can- of Canada's population is below this line because it had like Toronto and everything else in it. But then, like ninety five percent of the country is or is north of it. It was absurd. It's it's the third largest country on the planet. And it has fewer, I'm aware. Had fewer people than California. I, you know, no, that, I know it's just crazy to see it. Yeah. You know that there's less percentage of what is qualified as wilderness in Canada than there is in the United States. Wait, just because it's all frozen tundra that nothing lives in? Well, it's technically still wilderness, but if you think about if you consider like uh like most of the Midwest and Alaska, people always forget about oh, I was about to say Alaska, I'm sure. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> So there's actually that's more percentage of wilderness here. Also, also the width, the widest part of Africa, like uh, east to west wise, is longer in distance than east to west wise, the longest part of Russia. I thought you yeah, know, no, think about it, because the maps are distorted. 
And that's another thing with the the map of Canada. That's like it's that that was what this thread was talking about too. It literally showed how many different countries you could fit inside of Africa. Well, uh, first off, I thought you said the whitest part of Africa. (laughs) I was confused as shit. And then and then you followed up with east to west. I'm like, what's he getting at here? Um, But uh, no, like there's so I I don't remember the name for like the normal like map pro- it's called a map projection right mercator mercator, mercator yeah. the one that we were used to yeah, yeah. And, and that shows like the north america being the size of africa basically it's bigger yeah africa is way bigger than it shows up on that projection it just it's it's super skewed i think it also yeah. makes iceland look a lot bigger than it's supposed to the greenland greenland maybe, maybe it's green yeah well iceland probably too but greenland is the one that really is striking yeah um I'm I'm sending I'm sending it in the group chat for anyone who wants to see it. It is insanely it's it even though I knew a lot of it, it never dumbed on me. It's it's have you all ever been to Canada? Okay, here's one. All right, so Africa. You could fit the United States, France, Germany, India part of china or or part of the united states regardless you could fit a lot in there all right what a stat is stat box aaron (laughs) Uh, you know what y'all can just japan for instance japan span pam pam's not here japan spans from the tip of Maine down to like the middle of Georgia. Jams. The maps you see, it looks tiny. Yeah, yeah. It's wow. crazy. What what a world, huh? I'm telling you. Speaking of which, what do we think about Steve-O getting tits? What? Oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I just said what a world, and then that was my transition. Well, so that was on the. I just listened to that. That was on today's episode of Levitard, so Friday's of Levitard show. He mentioned that he was getting like he was getting uh, implants into his uh, breasts for a specific reason, kind of to prank people and see if it's allowed for him to like walk around without a shirt while he's like. I'm going to guess, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say yeah, Jeff and Aaron didn't hear this yet. Um, no, I haven't listened to anything faces. all week. Yeah, so basically I had Steve-O on today as a celebrity prognosticator um, because, what is it, John O'Hurley? He won, but he was unavailable. Um, so Steve-O comes on, he's talking about like his current like comedy tour thing he's doing. And then he's talking about his plans for the next tour he wants to do. And his big plans for this next tour is at the beginning of it, he's going to get fake boobies and a penis tattooed on his forehead. And then at the end of the tour, he's going to have somebody shoot a bullet through the two fake boobies. Sounds frightening. I'm just going to leave it in silence. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I hear that that burns like when your saline implants explode inside of you. It 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 burns. It causes a lot of pain and anguish. Well, Would it be saline or or silicon? I mean, I'm not sure. 
I don't think they do that anymore, do they? Maybe. I have no idea. Let me text my friend. Oh, I, I, my only experience of this about this is when they asked me if I wanted a fake nut. But if... <laughs> was it saline or silicone? It was like a hard silicone back then. I was like, uh, you should get a lead. Titanium. Yeah. Yeah, I say you could use it as a weapon. <laughs> How? <laughs> Swing it to somebody. Yeah. Um, might break the other one in the process. Yeah. Well, the no, but if he wants to get shot in the implants, he would have to get like those ridiculous, like triple, like oh, yeah, L he, type of boobies. Yeah, he was. And you by know, the way, yeah, and, and the only reason which I, would also I, be hell on your back. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he he seemed like he wanted to go large. Like he didn't. But it, it didn't. But like I thought they. Trying. But I thought to go large it's a gradual process because you can't go beyond the skin that you have so when you already increase you stretch to a limit and that's what allows you to continue to go bigger otherwise you're going to have incredibly thin skin that's why you can't go from an a to like a g you have to go slowly well he already has the, the skin of 15 dead people on his body uh, Dude, what was, was that from the, exactly? That was the funniest shit. So, like, he was talking about when he decided to do "quote unquote" fire angels, which is they put they put jet fuel down on the carpet in his apartment and lit it on fire, and he laid down and did like snow angels in the fire. Well, the thing is that that ended up having <laughs> him having to get skin grafts on fifteen percent of his body. Um, and the whole story he was talking about was how, you know, he got these skin grafts from a cadaver, from cadavers or something like that. Um, and he ended up having skin on him from 13 dead people or something like that. And he was going to try to reach out to all of them to thank them because I guess they give you the address when something like this happens in case you want to thank the dead person's family. And his dad just stopped him from doing it because, He's just like, how pissed are they going to be when they find out their dead ki- their dead family member's skin got wasted on some asshole that was doing fire angels? And it was like a pretty damn good point, honestly. But Yeah, because when you're like donating organs or skin or whatever it is, you're like, oh, I'm going to help save a life or uh, drastically improve someone's life. And this asshole is just wasting his own fucking skin doing fire angels, which might be the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. All right, well, I kind of threw a dead fish in there with Steve-O's tits. Um, you think? <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see. What else do we got? Um, um, oh, we were going to talk about poor Ron and how how everything went to shit so quickly despite what they told him in Miami. Kids, you want to you wanna take the head on this one? Sure. So, um, yeah, basically we all know about the rookery, I'm guessing, in Calusa. And it's basically like a little sub-region in Kendall uh, where Ron lives next to. And, you know, like the, basically the mayor of that area was like, can't do shit. Uh, they're going to veto me anyways. Or I, my veto is going to be overturned, rather, anyways. So we can't do anything. And that's such bullshit. 
that's just bullshit. And it's like, yeah, I can understand why people are mad about that. Like, like Billy Corbin. And I'm actually curious because I asked question. I asked. Okay, Aaron. Yes. Have we found something that Billy Corbin is not angry about? Mm. Croquetas. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Carry on. Okay. Um, and so I actually have a question for y'all. Um, and I kind of pose this, this summer related, but uh, I pose this to Barrett and Stake when they were visiting from Menos, Miami. And uh, like the question is, do y'all actually like the whole Billy Gill, uh, sorry, the Billy Corbin segments of Because of Miami? Because like, like I enjoy it and like my girlfriend Kristen likes it too. She's been listening specifically just to those parts of the show just to learn a little bit more about local politics and stuff like that. But like, no. do y'all give a shit? Fuck no. Because like Barrett, Barrett, that's why I figured most people would feel, but Barrett and Stake were like, they really like it actually. I, I enjoy it too. I, huh. I, I I get enough people complaining about things. I quite frankly don't listen to a podcast where somebody complains about something that I have. It 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 literally he could be speaking a different language to me. I don't know who the people are. I don't have a vote in it. I don't know anything. Well, there's a lot of important things in Florida, though, that deserve protecting that are a benefit for all of us not just- protect them i'm all for protecting things that need protection go for it i'm just saying i don't i have a very finite amount of time i'm not going to spend it listening to something i don't understand well you don't like complaining me. On, on the podcast and what yeah, you don't like complaining on a podcast Oh, look, I love complaining on a podcast. Oh, but I don't listen. I don't go back and listen to myself complain on the podcast. <laughs> okay, gotcha. That's the distinction. All right, That's right. a fucking. I line. just like millions of other people to do it. You just keep going to your spot over and over again and listening to your own voice. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty imagine. sure I have like. That's why we have like four hundred thousand plays. Two episodes on my phone from this. Uh, and it's all the ones where you're not complaining. No, no, it's all the ones. <laughs> I have to pee. You won't, Jeanette. Jeanette, how do you feel about um, the whole Billy Corbin because Miami thing? Do you actually like it or not really? I mean, I don't blame you either way. I'm just curious. So there are times where I kind of understand, like it helps to understand some of what's going on and the like greater overall um, dynamics in Florida. And so I appreciate that education on occasion. And other times it is kind of like, oh, this is the thing that annoyed him this week. So he's going to like, let us know, like, this is what I'm, uh, you know, about the airport. So um, I, I did like how today they dumped on LAX because they are so right. I'm so annoyed Jeff is not here right now to like. Back What's the worst thing about LAX? Shithole. Uh, it's, it's just a whole shithole of an airport. It's still like, you know how they're talking about dated stuck in the sixties. Um, they're barely now creating a people mover that will get you from, they're building a, a centralized parking lot. So from that parking structure to take you all the way around the airport. So that shit's been there since like the 50s and they barely came up with this idea because the Olympics is coming to Los Angeles in about seven years. So it's like, oh shit, we got to do that crap. Oh, yeah, yeah, y'all are screwed. Right? So, Imagine so how bad anything... traffic can be then. 
Yeah, Travis this is Taylor. my PSA. Don't please don't come here for the Super Bowl. Don't come here for the All Star Game. Don't come here for the World Cup. Don't come here for the Olympics. Just watch it on TV. Thank you. Um, I, look, I, I I'm sure that LAX is dated. However, let me tell you, you don't know a dated airport unless you have flown through the Memphis airport. Let me tell you, it literally they they drop flights every day because they don't ever have terminals open nothing's ever working we taxied the other day we taxied the other day for 30 minutes and there was only five terminal or five gates taken five gates were taken there was about 40 untaken gates and we taxied for 30 minutes all right the memphis airport i love it because i can just literally walk in i can get there like 10 minutes for my flight and get to the gate in time because nobody's there but it is the most pitiful airport in the entire universe carry on i i um i like never really understood why people complain about miami and like fort lauderdale airports that much I was I mainly take Fort Lauderdale because it's like closer to where I grew up a little bit, just by like five or ten minutes, not that much. Um, and there's generally less traffic there. Um, but like Miami had never seen that bad until my like most recent flight uh to Miami from St. Louis. And first of all, St. Louis Airport, very great. Same shit like you can get from entering the airport to your gate in yes, less than 20 minutes. Sense. It's great. Yeah. Um, but the Miami airport, this time I landed at a gate and did the whole shit that Dan was talking about, about, uh, I had to like board a camel and walk through the desert and, uh, get on a gator's back. And that took another 40 minutes. And then eventually I got inside the actual airport, not just this random landscape outside. And then I had to like walk another three quarters of a mile to get to my check bags. Yeah. And no, that was fucking terrible. And like, I was surprised that there was that much of this airport, like infrastructure that's actually just outdoors. Why? Yeah. The amount of times that I've had, I've have had taken a lot of connecting flights through Miami and the amount of times that my incoming gate is on one end of the airport and I have a very short layover for the flight that's taking off from the complete opposite end of the airport. I have sweated in that airport running through that airport more times than I care to admit. It is absurd. Now, granted, it's not as bad as the Atlanta or the Houston airport because those are a marathon to get anywhere. But that's just because they're which ones are the biggest ones? I think Atlanta is a, Atlanta's a big hub. I think Atlanta is one of them. Atlanta sure. is, I think Delta, I think that's Delta's main hub. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like, I got on a, a, it was outside of the airport. I got on a shuttle to take me from the international terminal around to the other one. Cause we were waiting on someone to pick us up. And so we were going to go eat. It took us 45 minutes on the shuttle to get from one terminal to the other. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what's, so what's, what's the best airport you've been to? Personally? Yeah, because that's like that's a whole like, other question. 
I like DFW and I like the uh that was mine. That was mine. I like the Chicago airport too. DFW is my favorite. It's huge, but it's like a fucking like giant mall in there. It's like yeah, there's plenty of places to eat. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's comfortable. They they keep it a a reasonable temperature inside of it because that's another thing. A lot of airports are either miserably hot or freezing, which is understandable because you know it's open to the outside for long periods of time. But nonetheless. DFW does a good job of regulating the temperature on the inside of it. And also, even if you have to go a long distance, their system to get you from terminal to terminal is efficient. So, yeah, DFW, I like Chicago's airport, too. I yeah, hate- speak, speaking, speaking of taking strolls in airports, I believe in Chicago's airport was the first place I saw a uh, marijuana disposal kind of trash can. So if you get past security with your marijuana... You can still dispose of your marijuana there, or I guess take a stroll in the smoking area real quick, and then dispose of it. Wait, if you get you're supposed security, to be like, why would you dispose of it? Well, I don't know, but they have those bins. That's that what I never. The hard part. You know, I mean, you know, like like out here, at least like out of LAX, if you're traveling to some place that where it's legal, they change the rules, or technically, you can bring pot with you now. Hmm. Does it is only if it's recreational or is it like if I'm medical in Florida and I'm going to LAX, uh, can I bring that's probably tougher. Yeah. Um, but even that, it's like I, I don't think it actually flies that like I think if you went through security and the security guard found your pot, they'd tell you you couldn't have it and then they would keep it. But yeah. Well, Put it in their pockets. I, Smoke it at home. I know some TSA agents that would literally like that was their entire weed supply was just weed that they found at the airports, and they were like fifties, uh, sixties. You know, they're like family friends, and they're the first ones to offer my parents weed, and that's where they got it from. I'd like to retract my prior statement. My favorite airport is the Charlotte Airport. That's the best airport in the country. I think like like the small little like regional spots are the ones like. Jeanette, have you ever been to Long Beach Airport? So it's like tiny. Um, oh shit! Utah's beating Oregon twenty. Yeah, no, they're blowing them out. Well, that 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 tells me he's most certainly going to Miami. Oh, is that, that what you tell he, he, he's he's checked out. Yes, I reading the tea genuinely. Leaves. That's that, that's a very telling sign. I'm telling you. I mean, did you see Lincoln Riley last week? Man, you know what cracks me up? We were talking about this a little bit in the um, in the LA chat. Um, it's just like every human out there with all these stupid tweets about how much Lincoln Riley's earning after taxes when he's moving to California. I've only and, seen one person tweet about this, but seven, go on. Oh, and it's just like, motherfuckers, do you really think that the people who live here don't know what the taxes are? Like, we pay them so we don't have to live in fucking Oklahoma. Yeah, but That's they're the still stupid. Point. Nonetheless, I, I, I will it's just expensive say, here. Do, I get it. You do realize that the reason he's going to USC is because he doesn't want to go to the SEC. It has nothing to do with anything else. I 
Betty's not that bummed about living in LA. Um, I don't know. I, I've obviously have never met Lincoln Riley personally, so I don't know. There's plenty of coaches. I, I will I just preface it with this. I will say I'm, I'm 100% certain there's plenty of coaches that would want absolutely nothing to do with living on the West Coast. I, Lincoln Riley doesn't strike me as that type of person. He seems like somebody that could fit in there just fine. But, yeah, no. The, anyone – when you're getting paid that much money – also, let me just tell you. The 24-7 unlimited access to the jet, if that is actually part of his contract, is the most jarring part of that. That's not something you see ever. Aaron, do you realize for a long time our horse had its own jet? No, I'm like, talking 24-7 <laughs> access for anyone you want it for. I understand I'm that. Whose horse? Wait, wait, what, what the fuck was that? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Whose horse had their own jet? Do that. So, I'm telling you, I know for a fact the USC didn't God. have that for their prior coach. What? Jet. No, yeah, Traveler is our horse, and a booster paid a for a plane to, to take probably John Wayne around to uh, different to different. That's like, away significantly games. different than giving the coach the thing. Hey, yeah, I don't know. Um, absurd. Uga doesn't have my, a jet. My wife. Yeah. My wife wants to, Fuck out of here, wants bulldog. To go back home for the weekend fly her there oh when she's done she'd like to go to new york oh by the way take her over here and then when you drop her off pick me up and take me down this recruiting trip but then go get her back that i mean that's you know how much jet fuel costs sounds pretty reasonable carbon offsets man <laughs> planetary you carbon can't buy offsets. a small you can't buy a small engine in california but damn it that man's gonna fly all over the globe in that jet whenever he wants to it's okay. Jeff will get us solar panels. I'm sure eventually it'll even out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, I made the observation, Lincoln Riley, he looks like Hermie, the elf from the Santa Claus is coming to town. The guy that wanted to be a dentist. Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't seen that since I was like three. It's the same jawline. <laughs> Since you were three, Jeff, do you really have a vivid memory of that? You know, it was when you were three. I do actually. I I I think like most of my good memories start when I was about three or four. I remember some shit from three or four actually too. It really varies. No, I certainly remember stuff from three or four. But let me tell you, if the last time I'd seen a movie was at three or four, I couldn't tell you jack shit about it. Well, get a better memory. I can tell you. I can go to most three or four year olds. I can go to most three or four year olds right now and ask them about a movie they watched the day before. They're not going to be able to tell me shit about it. Well, they're dumb. <laughs> okay. Stupid ass kids. Yeah, stop those motherfucking kids across the face, all right? Oh. Tell them they're stupid to their face. Yell at them. Wow. Grief kids teeth. really just took it from Jeff saying stupid ass kids to kids saying smack the kids across the face. Yeah. That was especially, a reasonable, of course, escalation. Especially, especially if their parents have Mitch matched Christmas lights. Yeah. Oh no! Just, no, smack the parent. Go straight to the parents. Don't don't tiptoe around the no, kids. You have to. You have to. You, nobody said anything. You're is it three, is it worse? You already you already know the difference in colors. You 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 can see the differences. So you as a three-year-old, you're naturally inquisitive. You should tell your dad. Why doesn't that match? Why do we have seven different lights outside? That's is it worse legally if I smack a child, oh, like a three-year-old child, than I do their parent? 
Yeah. Yes. Maybe I should consider that. That's quite much. What's the difference in the the, the, the charge? The jury that decides. One would be like assault, and one would be child assault. Ah. Child abuse. Well, battery. Tomato, tomato. Oh, battery, yeah. But we can't hit our own kids anymore. What? Yeah. Back Back in my day. day. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's not go here. (laughs) Cut down your own switch. Oh, God. I was wondering. I'm sure Paul edit this out. My grandmother made me do that when I was younger. Cut down your own switch? Edit his own podcast? I did not go. Oh, you would never do that. That's is that the new punishment for millennials? Call out of my podcast. No more millennials. <laughs> yeah, Jeanette, let's put your kid at work. Yeah, you Aaron, you, is, is, is Georgia old enough to <laughs> to start editing podcasts? <laughs> but okay, every time Georgia so gets better. in my lap, I'm trying to do some schoolwork. The other day, thank God for undo because she literally deleted my entire 42 page outline in like seconds. <gasps> Good. Oh, that's I had a minor heart attack. Oh, so you can edit podcasts. She can delete the podcast. So they got they which, got three on the board. That's mainly what podcast editing is. Just deleting all Based the off of the way take. this is going, it probably wouldn't be a bad thing if she just deleted the whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, so, yeah. we're the worst at this. Okay, speak for yourself. I bring great content. And I... I did the world. I did my public service for the day with my announcement to people. In case anyone was unaware, now you know you have no excuse because this is going to reach the entire country. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about your so, just the country, huh? The okay. world. I mean, Sorry, the world. it's not going to reach the people in France because they're too busy being snooty. <laughs> no, but have you seen how they light up the uh, uh, Eiffel Tower? That's pretty legit. That, that's that, fine. That light show they have going on with it. It's pretty cool. Mm, it's fine. It's a city of lights for a reason. I'm convinced. I'm convinced Aaron is French. And are you? Do I look French? Gondine. Uh-huh. Last name. You can uh-huh. explain it away all you want, but that's French as fuck. Oh, Galding is French. Mississippi. You have to name uh-huh. Like the word G U L is in your name. That was the it old was name G- for Fred, France. It, it was G-O-U-L-D-I-M, but my ancestors <laughs> are poor spellers. No, they like France. Just like your ancestry. Yeah. They were trying to put respect to France. That's what it is. Now look at you slandering France. Yeah. I think he's French. Yeah. Just a heads up, my phone will die at some point. I just want okay. you all to know that uh, for the best. if I ever find out any of you have poor Christmas lights, I will come and hunt you down. I'm Jewish, bro. <laughs> okay, if you have poor Hanukkah Been lights. persecuted enough. Yeah, bro. What do you mean? Like, 5,000 years of this shit. Aaron, it's walking, Aaron walking through his neighborhood looking at the house that has blue and white lights criticizing the shit out of it. It what the was literally blue shit. It was a Christmas light. It had Santa on it. Well, so what? What if it's a mixed house? Russians have blue Santa Claus. I know yeah. them. Why, why oh, does Santa Claus have to be red, bro? Jeanette, why? Jeanette, you can't oh, be putting your hand up like everyone's going to stop for you to talk. Just fucking hold talk. On. Oh, go ahead, Jeanette. 
What if they have the mismatched lights, but really awesome inflatables? Do you no. like, does that no. even it out? Does that temper no. your, your hatred, no, your, no, no. your anger? Take the lights down and just leave the inflatables. I don't care. Ah. Now, now what about this? You do Aaron? care. What about this? Um, I care very much. So, so I, I'm going to take it that you're like an old timey incandescent bulb sort of guy. No. Right? You're not flipping to the LC, or LEDs or are you? I think mine are LED, but they're the soft white. Like okay, the, gotcha. Of course it's white. Or it's yellow, technically, but they call it warm. Warm something is the name of it. I don't know. Warm piss? It's the traditional Christmas light color, I guess. But it's okay. the LED bulbs. That's good. That's good. That's environmentally friendly of you. And I have, a, I have the clicker so I can turn them off from the couch. So I don't. You know, leave them on all night. That's nice. It is nice. It only costs $10. I don't know how long it'll last. I give it a week. I have a timer. I have my thing set to a timer. Okay. On those timer things, do they have to be like in the sun to tell when it gets dark outside or something? No, you just put the time in. No, this one has a 24-hour clock. And I just enter the time. Okay. Because all the ones I've ever messed with are like the ones where like you just ticket to something and then like a solar panel tells you when it's dark enough and it starts counting down from there no it plugs in it plugs into the outlet and uh, then you plug in your extension cord and that's it i'll send you a picture it, bro i was i had bro. solar power floodlights i was going to use but then i realized that my front yard doesn't get enough sun for that so i had to get the plug in one so i was trying to you know conserve electricity and do my part but then i said you know what no i'm not because it doesn't work well, no you go um, carbon you hate trees. That's how you go. That's what Leonardo DiCaprio does. What's he do? Cocaine. Buys carbon offsets so he can jet around the world and complain about you know global warming, even though he's contributing to it. You remember like the, John Kerry? You remember the episode of King of the Hill when Dale was selling carbon offsets? It was the best, <laughs> was the best representation of what they actually are. It was like him going door to door and just selling carbon offsets like a kid selling like wrapping paper in fourth grade and then little little chocolate bars two trees did you guys do that wrapping paper thing no we did chocolate bars yeah we we eat too much we did like chocolate bars and like pastelitos you know Mm. like if you sold enough you got to like go to disneyland or something like that yeah yeah you get to like travel the football team whatever you know I would just go to my mom's law firm and just walk around and just guilt everybody into buying shit. We're great. We always sold either chocolate bars or uh, these like big coupons. They get sponsorships from all the local businesses and for like coupons, and you'd get them this coupon card. Mm-hmm. So they get discounts for oh, like coupon mm-hmm. card. Yeah, I like that. I did that. I got that. I got that from like Papa John's and shit, like and like Miami's Aquarium. Uh, <laughs> we're like having a couple of good grades. Like, just not averaging okay. a seat. I'm sure this is a dumb question, but could somebody... What, what the fuck's the difference in a sea aquarium and an aquarium? Because don't they both just have fish? It's on the ocean, I would assume. Well, one is on the island, yeah, kind of. So, But, like, also, like, a, there's a lot oh, of sea creatures. I know the sea aquarium is. There's sea creatures there. Yes. But there's also sea qua- creatures in an aquarium. I don't know, uh-huh. man. It's the Miami C. Maybe it's because it's not rated A and it's not B. It's a C because they 
tortured their mammals. Yeah, yeah. Kish, you know, they've talked about it so many times, and yeah. presumably you're, you've been there based upon your last few comments. Could you walk us through what a trip to the Miami Seaquarium is like? Question, wait, r- before you start real quick, I stayed at a hotel one time, like on close to some water in Miami, and I looked across and it looks like an arena. Is that the Seaquarium? I mean, there's a lot of arenas, so I'm not sure. Um, it was on an pyramid. island. It was on an island out in the middle of the water. So that's either the Parrot Jungle Island or the Seaquarium. It's probably Parrot Jungle Island because I, I don't it know what, what buildings you would see. Because the Mexican Seaquarium is kind of away from buildings. I didn't see a building. I just saw a cove. And when I looked well, at it on the map, I saw what looked like some sort of arena. So, like, I'm saying that if you were able to see it from a building that you wouldn't have been able to see the Seaquarium very well. The Paradrungle Island. I saw the island from the building. I couldn't see anything but an island until I looked at the map. Okay. So what do you want me to tell you? That doesn't tell me anything. I was asking you if that's what it was. (laughs) Bro, you know there's like a million fucking arenas in Miami. You realize you started this this, this commentary by saying... I was staying in Miami, someplace near the water. Yes, all water. It's all fucking water. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just find it. My phone's gonna die, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Damn it. Do it. Did you ever get there ringworm you. from Dandy Bear? <laughs> I've actually never been to Dandy Bear, but I have been to uh, Bird Bowl. I have been to a Sequarium. Gus Machado. Gus Machado. I've seen the commercials. I've never been there. I'm a Toyota guy, you know. Did you uh, did you get a wax figurine at the? Sequarium? Yes, yes, that was 100 the best part of the Sequarium. If I had to sum up the entire Sequarium experience, it's getting a wax figurine of a killer whale or a dolphin. And do you treasure it for about 11 days before it melts somehow in your apartment, like or I live in an apartment or your house, whatever. Yeah. Uh, like that shit just fucking crumbles immediately with any touch of sunlight. I have to I have to tell you guys so this is going to be a really obscure reference but did I did any of y'all ever watch Hey Arnold? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so. okay. No, it was the Miami <laughs> Marine Stadium. Ah. Uh, Good. Miami Marine. No, nope. yes, it's right by yes, is- it is right beside Miami Seaquarium. <laughs> Kiss my ass, Jeffrey. The uh, Boston Market. That so the, that, is now So that's actually that's where uh, Smeddy took some pics and was like saying made wrote an article about that that place in Miami before she joined Levitard Show. Probably was. Am she's I the only here. one that can't hear him? Yes. Okay, I can hear him fine. Oh. And. Uh, Okay, my, my volume went down. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, okay, it, my phone's dying. It's not so next to the Graham. I mean, it's, it's like on the same Bye island, Aaron. but it's on the opposite side. But see, Aaron. Bye, Aaron. Um, anyway, as a, uh, he's just going to keep waving until his phone dies. Uh, <laughs> I am away. Cornelder. Um. <laughs> Cornelder? Cornelder. <laughs> Isuzu. Isuzu. Uh, 
what I was gonna say again, really obscure fucking reference. There's gonna be like two people in our audience that out of the three that listen who will get this reference. But um so there was an episode of Hey Arnold back in the day where there was like a really sad sea turtle like stuck in this aquarium. Um, and Arnold was like really bummed out after he went on a trip with like his class and saw this sea turtle and like the water was all gross it was staying in and people had spray paint like ta- like tagged its shell and then and then Arnold and his grandma break into the to the aquarium in the middle of the night and uh, free this turtle into the ocean by throwing it off of a pier and for some reason in my head every time they've ever talked about the Miami Aquarium and how gross it is and like sharks swimming in like poo color water or whatever. I always just picture this episode of Hey Arnold that I haven't seen for at least 20 years. And it just burned. I just see this sad tortoise with spray paint on its back. But that's my story about the Miami Aquarium. They would always talk about, uh, they had like a dolphin kind of stadium exhibit thing. The dolphins do a bunch of show and they'd always say uh, that, that one of the dolphins was Flipper on the show um but there were like a million flippers and there was no chance that that was still true by the time i was watching it like or you know the actual yeah, show like 40 years like later like or something yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's like the third generation flipper right there yeah yeah we're like oh yeah that's actually flipper and like oh cool i've heard of that once and that killer whale poor killer whale Ugh. all right so i, I i'm gonna i'm gonna go off on a bit of a ramble here but Oh. Um, with all you know, I'm not big on keeping any large sea creatures in aquariums and stuff like that. I think it's generally a bad idea, particularly with some of the more intelligent mammals and whatnot. But the idea that all these trainers and shit, like it's you know, all the people at SeaWorld that got killed by killer whales, like the trainers and stuff. They're called killer fucking whales for a reason, okay? Because they kill whales. No, because they're fucking yeah, terrifying. They kill whales, actually. That's actually why. They kill a they're lot actually more whale killers. whales, dude. They're technically whale killers. That's really what it was. And then they Killing whales. They yeah. kill a lot. They are the largest, fastest, smartest, toothiest motherfucking thing in the ocean. And they hunt in packs. They're, des- they're designed to kill shit. Why the hell are you standing on its mouth while it shoots up into the air? So it can have a nice little snack. It's like it these people it. deserve to get eaten. I'm sorry, but like... You're don't you think that, that, that whale... Don't you think the whale... whale bro? Don't you think the whale deserves a little snack after being tortured and trapped in a little tank all these years? Yeah, Absolutely. Like, eat those people. Or exactly. just don't keep the whales in a tank. But Yeah, like, either way. I understand. Okay, a dolphin. I can get in the water with a dolphin. I'm okay with that. That's still dangerous. It is, but killer whale is the only thing that scares me in a fucking boat, dude. Oh yeah, they don't care. You they, know, they, like, they. You've because remember, Ron has said on the show that they enjoy taunting. They enjoy so fucking like, with you. Yeah, so they enjoy the psychological aspect of like scaring what they consider prey, and it could be you on a little raft or whatever, or an actual other creature that they're trying to eat. So that's their domain. So they're gonna mess with you. 
Dude, and like, they don't I, care. You know, like I go, I have a 16 foot aluminum boat. The thing weighs 800 pounds. It weighs nothing. It's, it's tiny. And I fish offshore in that thing. The only thing that scares the living shit out of me is killer whales. Cause they will, they're faster, they're bigger, and they like to fuck with you. Like, nah, nah. This is, those things are terrifying to me. They're, they're scarier than sharks. You got killer whales on the West Coast. Is that where they are in the Pacific? We got a ton of them around here, yeah. We got killer whales. We got gray whales. We got blue whales. We got uh, humpbacks, humpbacks. Great whites. A lot of great I've only whales. seen them in the, in the aquarium, so I don't know. <laughs> the, the, the humpback is just like sitting in a pool or it barely fits its tail sticking up in the air. Yeah, it's one, it's one of those like above ground pools, non heated, non heated. <laughs> oh, right. first of all, that's even worse. There is no such thing as an unheated pool. I don't care what any of you tell. Well, no, maybe above ground. There is no such thing as an in ground unheated pool. It does not exist. You guys have been fucking with me for months. That's my stance. I just tried putting my foot into the pool in my, uh, my building and stuff and like my foot froze immediately and i was like i'm not getting in the shit dude it, no fucking chance this is a perfect conversation to bitch about it being cold because i mean like it is freezing out here right now and i'm talking like 58 degrees um, the current temperature in los angeles is 54 degrees mostly clear Dude, when, I wow. out, when I walked out of my office, I was shivering within like seconds. I imagine it's not that cold there either, Kish, in the relative scheme of like what cold actually means. Yeah, but, it's like it's like 69 right now. Nice. 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 Um, yeah, we're all such god-awful wusses, but I don't understand. This is another thing why I don't understand we get crap about. Like, motherfucker... I don't want to live someplace cold. That's why I get cold when it's not that cold to you. You know, people giving you crap like, oh, it's only 55. What are you? It's not cold at all. No, bro. You live someplace freezing. It, it does. It does change once you live somewhere where it's actually fucking cold for a little bit. Like when I was in and like it go, goes back like like right when I moved back to Miami. I immediately became a wuss about cold again right away. But when I was living in St. Louis for seven years, like I was like, oh, it's above 20 degrees. Shit, it's warm out. Let me put on my shorts. Nah, dog. Because you, you're like desperate for just any, any like glimpse of some warm weather. So like, or just like not below freezing. It's like, oh, it's not freezing anymore. Like, oh, all right, let me show, my, show some skin. These calves haven't seen the sunlight in a while. This goes back to my point about paying taxes to be on the coast. <laughs> um, well, do we have anything else to uh, cover here? No, I think we're good. All right. Well, um, I guess we can wrap this thing up. Um, thank you all for joining us again tonight. Um, Jeff, we were joined by Jeanette, Aaron, whose name will not be mentioned last, and Kish. Um, and, Best for last. And um, I would just like to, because I didn't get it in. Um, Whoa. Is, 
Oh, Jesus, terrible phrase. Because <laughs> uh, oh, I did not include it um, in tonight's podcast because I've been trying to limit myself a little bit. But just like to say once again, I fucking hate the Lakers. Um, <laughs> well, thanks too. for joining us. <laughs>